Hello, friends, and welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast, where we wreck and shatter conventional wisdom and ways of thinking by bringing alternative viewpoints and different subjects to light in an attempt to not only change the thoughts and feelings most people accept as reality, but to obliterate them completely. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing wife, the lovely Monique. Hiya, how are you? I'm doing fantastic as always. How yeah, are you? I'm great, thank you. Terrific. Yes. What is going on? What is new with you this fantastic Saturday evening that we're recording here? There, there's something else for me to be excited about. <laughs> I'm always like, I'm so excited and because of whatever. Yes. And I'm like, yeah, I, I get excited about things. What's but wrong with that? You're supposed to be excited about yes, this. Yes, I'm really excited because yeah. we got an indoor hydroponic garden. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's cool. um it's made by Lettuce Grow, L E T T U C E G R O W. And we don't get paid for endorsements or anything. It's we'll just, put the link in the show yeah. notes. People can check it out themselves. We got it, we like it, we're telling you. There you so have. it's really cool. It's a hydroponic garden. And it's like a tower. It's vertical. So it has grow lights. And um, it's like levels. And there's these little like holes that you put. That probably looks really bad for our watchers. I'm like making like the O with my hand and my finger. And I'm... Oh, yeah, yeah. But it Remember, has these... this is an audio as well. That's why so. I'm trying to explain it. <laughs> okay. So it has like these little holes. And there are these plastic kind of cups that pop in. And you can order seedlings from them. So they're plants that have been growing for a few weeks. And they come in a growing media. And you just pop it in the cup and pop it in. And water flows up and rains down. And I got some seedling plants. And so far so good. We've had it for just less than a week. And they're growing. And it's really interesting to see how the plants move to the grow lights. Because most of them try to move up to get close to the light above it. But some of them, they're, they're big enough where, oh, there's light down there too. So they split the leaves and like half of it's going up to the top light and the other one's going down to the bottom light. And the plants are so smart. So, so the plants have intelligence. Of course, they're living beings. So the, those that say, oh, I don't eat animals and I don't eat whatever because... I don't want to hurt a living thing. Plants well, are alive. Plants are alive too. And I bring that, I just. And there's nothing wrong with no. people that feel that way. I'm just saying that. But I've had, I was just had that conversation yesterday with a friend where we were having the conversation about some, there are some people out there who will say like, you're not really spiritual if you eat animals. And I was like, well, plants are living beings too. They're alive and they respond to sound and to energy. It's a living entity and you kill them and you eat them. So how is it different? Because they don't have eyes, because they don't talk or make sounds, because they 
don't look that's animal exactly cute. Why. So, but, the, but that's exactly why, because that's our brain. The brain interprets a, an animal, for example, like a, a cow, mm-hmm. say. You interpret it because you can go, you can pet it, you can touch it. It'll, it'll interact with you because it has a mouth and nose and eyes. So it has some sort of, I guess, maybe a, a biological similarity in that way that you can actually see that it can feel and see and hear and it has babies and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Whereas the plants being a different type of species, they're maybe not, it's not as, you don't think about it that way because the, the plant's not going to talk to you. It's not going to interact with you necessarily like the way an animal would. Yeah. So I think that maybe that's where people, again, this is me just riffing, I don't know, but I think maybe that's where people don't, draw that distinction and don't realize that anything you're taking in that that keeps you alive was also alive that's how mm-hmm. your your life continues because you're you're bringing nutrients and life well, into yourself no matter what you're right what you're doing it's a cycle something right it comes and you take it you put it into yourself it's just a cycle but yeah so my plants are really smart and i I got a media, like a growing media. Your, um, some, your plants are really smart. My plants are really smart. They're my babies. <laughs> I call my plants my babies. Yeah. But I got a, what's it called? Like a, a seed starter thing. So it's like these little pods of like grow media and they have a little hole to put the seeds in. What's so, grow media? You've so said that a couple of times. It's what is something that? like some people use peat moss. Some people use uh, coco core, which is like the coconut husk fibers. There's different types of things that can be used in this to make this little like pod that you put the seed in. So it's something that the seed can start to Yes. It's li- like dirt, but it works for the hydroponic system because it's not going to fall apart in water. Gotcha. So I got some and I put seeds in it and then I put the thing in the cup and popped them in and they're already sprouting after just like a few days. And it's really Yeah, the neat. stuff it's quick. Yeah. It's very quick how how fast it it sprouts and starts to grow. So I wonder how long before we actually have something that we can eat. Well, what I was reading is the lettuce within two to three weeks. Which is, that's that's quick. Most of the stuff is within a few weeks. It'll be ready to harvest. Pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it's definitely pretty neat. It it was quite the production. And and you did the whole thing. You put it all together. I, I wasn't even in the room when you were working on it. So, yeah, you you did fantastic. Thank you. Yeah, looks, it looks cool. It's it it's big, it's tall, it's very lit up. I feel like we don't even need any lights in in in, in uh, one room of the house anymore, just because there's plenty of light from that. So it's uh, yeah, definitely cool. So our food preparation and f- food uh, self sustainability, I guess, is underway. Yeah. Which we, we've been planning for that for a long, long time, but now we're taking it a step further with this. And the so. really cool thing about this too is I was just thinking if I, I have a few open, I can, because I've been uh, growing seeds to plant in the ground too, it's easier just grow it in that. And when I'm ready to plant it in the ground, take it out and then just plant it in the ground. So give it a few weeks in there to get it going and that'll be way easier. Terrific. Yeah. 
but it, it, I definitely recommend if you want to grow food, something like this, you don't have to get necessarily a lettuce grow system, but an indoor hydroponic garden, really good. I like I the ones, it. you've seen the ones that people have that are uh, the fish. The, yes. The, the fish yes, and, the, and cool. the fish fertilize the, yes. the food and, 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 and the seeds and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've seen those, those look really cool. Yeah. So yeah. Maybe for the there's, future. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's so many different options out there. You just got to do some research and get to put in some work and, mm-hmm. and be patient. But uh, geez, if there was ever a time to start figuring out how to grow food and get food, uh, mm-hmm. I think now uh, we're recording this Saturday, March the 5th, 2022. And the price of gas today it's in New at, Hampshire was, oh my gosh. how much was it a gallon today? I don't even remember. It was like... It uh, was three something. It was like almost $4 a gallon. Was it three forty nine? It was more than 360, that. 369 It went up $0.50. Cents. So 50, since, since Wednesday. It, since last Wednesday, it went up $0.50. Unbelievable. Cents in, yeah. So, yeah, so you know that that's going to translate over to food pretty soon. And, I mean, food prices already have inflated. Yeah. How do so. we make our own gasoline now? i got to figure that out. You just don't drive as much. Yeah. That's, I mean, really, what, what are you going to do? Mm. You just, people are going to stop driving as much. You're going to drive only when it's necessary. I think that's another part of uh, maybe trying to kind of keep people still. And keep people from traveling as much, keeping people Ride a con- bike. keep people contained. Mm. You make gas so unaffordable that nobody can afford to drive anywhere or you have to take public transportation or whatever, you know. That's I don't know, there's a lot of devious evil crap going on in the world mm. today, but that's uh that's for another time and another show. That sound you hear in the background, if you can that's hear our- that. <laughs> Is the like water is the water in the in the garden just yeah it just what is it like every fifteen minutes it starts um, up is that right because it's indoor it's fifteen minutes on forty five minutes off all right so that'll so there is not a person taking a leak in the background nobody, nobody's, it's nobody's the water for the hydroponic if, garden if you can hear I don't know if that if they can hear that I can or hear not in the headphones so can I don't you know. okay I cannot hear it in the headphones I hear it in the room so I don't know if it's coming through to the mic but if you're hearing that in the background sorry. That's Sorry about garden. that. Not not much we can do about that right we need now. To water Apologies. Our plants. So Alex, what about you? What's going on? I don't know. Not not much new. I actually this this past week I I did a 120 hour fast. Nice. So I went five straight days. I uh, the, I took my last bite of food on Sunday at 12:40 p.m. Mm-hmm. So right you know right after yeah noon time around there. Shortly after noon time, and I didn't eat anything else. Until, uh, I had nothing to eat until Thursday at twelve forty p.m. when I broke my fast mm-hmm. with a cup of bone broth. I was gonna say, yeah, you had bone broth. I had some bone broth. Yep, mm-hmm. and then and then after that, you know, once the made sure my stomach was okay and everything, I I had a a nice meal. It was good, and I felt holy cow, it was amazing. I the last thing I ate. On that Sunday, I, I I only ate one thing on that Sunday. I should I should be clear. I had it was twelve ounces of beef liver. Yes, and that was it. I just cooked it in some butter. But I didn't that's have very any nutrient dense. Yeah, I didn't have anything else. And I because I, I I had planned on doing a fast, and I was initially just going to go for three days because I that that's the previous longest time I'd ever gone was mm-hmm. three days, and. 
so I said, you know, what I'm going to do this time is I want to see if I eat something really nutrient dense, if it'll make it a little easier because the last time I did three days, it was tough. Mm-hmm. And so I did that and I didn't eat anything else. That was it. Just woke up and then, you know, didn't have breakfast or anything. And then just had that for a, a small lunch and it, yeah, it, it got me through great. And I mean, when I broke my fast on Thursday, I wasn't hungry. I, I just kind of, I could have kept going. Like I could probably still be <laughs> fasting right now if I wanted to. Uh, it was really easy, but it's incredible how easy it was just by having that nutrient dense food mm-hmm. and how, how long it carried me through. It was pretty, pretty crazy. And I mean, I, I worked out during those five days. I, I, I did a workout. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was pretty active. I wasn't, yeah. I was just went about my day and, and my business like normal. And yeah, it was, it was great. But the, the thing I noticed most, I, I only, I, I have to say I had a little bit of difficulty day two for uh-huh. about uh, maybe two to three hours. I was starting to feel kind of just a little kind of, a uh, little kind of down, not, not down, but sluggish, sluggish. Thank you. That's the right word where I didn't feel like I had much energy and well, which I, I didn't. And I just kind of kept my, I just try to keep going and just kind of kept myself on my feet. I, I tried not to sit down at all until late, late afternoon, yeah. early evening. So I just try to stay on my feet all day as much as I could. And once I got through that, that little hump, the rest was smooth sailing. It was easy. And like I said, I wasn't hungry at all. But isn't it typical? Like sometimes um, you go through that point, you just got to get through it. And once you're through that, yeah. oh, I feel yeah. crappy. I want to eat. Once you get through it, it's like, oh, okay. Uh, well, I mean, better. that's what most people say. And I mean, that's my, been my experience, but obviously everybody's different. So mm-hmm. you, you, you might try it and have completely different experience. You might not be able to get past Cause a I day, did, you know, I mean, it's. I think I, I did a 72 hour fast. Mm-hmm. And I, by that 72 hours, was getting hangry. But I also had oh. it in my mind because we were going somewhere that was supposed to have food. And it turned out there was no food. And I was grumps. I don't. Could you re- relay this again? I don't remember this. Can you recount it? I, I mean, not relay it. Can like, you, give the details? Yeah. Can you. T- when we were in Rhode Island for your award. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Was That's told right. there was going to be food. Okay. And there well, was not. I, wasn't my fault. You told me that there's food there. Because there there had been previously. I figured so there like, would be okay, again. I didn't yeah. know this was going to be the first time they decided not to do that. Oh, I was I didn't know. so hungry. <laughs> Sorry. It's okay. I mean, it, was, it was a long time ago now. No, I know. But it was just funny because <laughs> I was like, okay, definitely going past the 72 hours now. <laughs> but I, and, and then, I, yeah, I was like. A little hangry. Yeah. Well, but again, because I happen. had it in my mind, I'm going to go 72 hours and eat. And then yeah. when I wanted to eat and I couldn't, it's that mindset. Yeah. That's I, all. I, I think that, that, and that's the thing, like, I think if you're going to do something like that, like for me, I found that I try to, to know in advance, try to plan in advance, have like a target date mm-hmm. and then, and just say, okay, I'm going to get to at least this. But I always say that. I always say, I'm going to get to at least here. Yeah. And then I'll see what happens. I don't say, oh, I'm going to do seven days. 
because that's that's a that's a lot. Yeah, that's a Make lot. Make it realistic. I, you, I you keep yeah. do what you know is doable. So, yeah, right. So I just kept it to my previous longest time. Yeah, that's as the, awesome. As the least, and then when I got there, I was like, you know, I could eat, but I'm really not hungry. So mm-hmm. why? I'm just keep going, see if I can go another yeah, day. And like, then I said, ah, I'm going to go another day. Once you got to that point, like you even looked like in your face, like you had more energy, looked Yeah, brighter. you told me that. And I, um, I, I looked in the mirror after you told me that and I couldn't notice a difference, but I mean, I I'll, I'll take your word for it. And yeah, like definitely, like you were saying, like your mental clarity, like. You, oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. You said like, you know, you just feel like your mind is so clear it was crazy i got like so focused and i was looking around the house and just picking up stuff that i've noticed in the past that needed to be done like i remember one day i grabbed the screwdriver and i just went around and i tightened the 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 screws on all the doorknobs in the house on every doorknob Mm -hmm. in the house all the closets all the doors in and out of the house just because I don't know. I felt like I got to do this. I got to get this done. Yeah. It was like hyper focus too. Like, and then get that done and then looking around. Okay. What else can I do? It was weird. Like not again, just that's just not being on any food at all. And the brain just was just hyper focused. And it I was just very, I had clarity and th- of thinking and it was just, it was very, it was cool. It was mm. like, I, I, I don't know if fasting, 120 hours a week is sustainable for a really long period of time. I may try it again, but it was awesome. Mm -hmm. Like I I loved the way I felt and and I still love the way I feel now because even coming off it, I I haven't had like any huge meals or anything like that. I mean, I've I've kept everything pretty modest for me and and I feel great. And and I, I stepped on the scale. I lost like 12 pounds, but that's all water weight anyway. I mean, especially mm-hmm. when you're doing something like a fast, it's the first, the first 10 pounds is all water. Mm. Yeah, that's, that's all that is. But uh, yeah, no, I, I just, I felt really, really good. And, and just anytime I would think of something or any interactions I had, be it with our children or, or, you know, friends, family, anything like that, it was like just very, I don't know, like I was almost like, if I was asked a question, I had the answer immediately, and it was like, "This is the answer. This is it." Yeah. I mean, even even some stuff with you was just like, "Why don't you?" Just I mean, without getting into specifics, but I was making some suggestions to you that ended up working out pretty well. Yeah. And it was just stuff that I don't know why I I, I don't oh, know. Oh yeah, if I you were like spouting stuff, and I'm <laughs> yeah, like, I was like, "Holy cow!" My mind's like, "Let me take notes." <laughs> my mind's just good, yeah, going going I was crazy. Like, Let me take stuff. some notes. Hold up. <laughs> so yeah no that was my experience it was great and and it was funny because one of the things that I was thinking about and and I can't remember now exactly how it came about but for some reason I think I was just I was talking to to one of our one of our children and and just I, I was giving some feedback on something and when I when I talk to our kids I'm very I'm always honest yeah. I don't I don't lie to them at all I hate lying to my kids that means no Santa Claus none of that stuff they know all that's BS because I feel like if you start out your relationship with your children on, on a lie whether it's supposed to be good natured or whatever I still don't understand the the, the the good natured lie it's still a lie yeah no matter how you slice it so I've always been very very honest with them because I want them to know that no matter what if they're hearing something from me it's true mm-hmm. that's it and so I st- I, I was giving one of them uh, uh, feedback on something that they were doing uh, for one of their lessons. And 
they got a little bit upset with me. I said, well, hey, the truth hurts, doesn't it? And I said, but it's still the truth. And tomorrow it's going to be the truth. And a year from now it's going to be the truth. Mm -hmm. And 10 years from now it's going to be the truth. The truth is the truth. You can't change the truth. Reality is reality. That's that's it. And and so we got we got into a little bit of a talk and everything and he he was getting what I was saying and it all made sense to him. But and I explained why I am the way that I am to him as I was telling him and again for for a young mind you know they give you the okay yeah all right I get it. And I know that that's not hundred percent accurate, but I know that they can tell at least that it's, I am being sincere and it's coming from a good place. It's Mm -hmm. coming from a place of love. And so I know that someday, probably when they're my age, hopefully sooner than that, they're going to go, aha, that's why. And that's what he meant. Now I get it. But anyway, uh, so I was thinking about it afterwards and I was actually talking to you when I, when I was thinking about this. And why, why is that saying the truth hurts? Well, why, why is that? Like, why is that even a thing? Well, the truth hurts because you're living in a world of lies. That's why the truth hurts. Yeah. And the truth only hurts if you're living in a world of lies or if you're living in a world of delusion. Uh-huh. If you're always being told, oh, you're the best, you're great, you're awesome, you're wonderful, but you haven't done anything to earn those kind of compliments and those kind of uh, you know, that kind of accolade from somebody. And then the minute somebody tells you, you're a worthless piece of shit. What are you talking about? You're the best? What the fuck are you ta- How are you yeah. the best? You don't, you haven't, done shit. you haven't done anything. How are you yeah. the best? And then your feelings get hurt. Well, yeah, that's why your feelings get hurt. But you just were told the truth. You're a lazy lump of shit. You do nothing. You sit around all day, but you were told your entire life, Growing up as a kid, you're the best. Oh, I love you so much. You're the best. You can't do anything wrong. But you know how people shower praise on their children and stuff. And and again, obviously, it comes from you think you're doing the right thing, but people never think long term. People always, unfortunately, think short term. They think for the quick fix. They think for the instant gratification. That's most people. And they don't realize the damage that they're doing to their offspring to friends to family when you don't just tell them the truth tell people the truth i like i'm gonna be honest i don't want to be an asshole about i want to be as polite as possible but like if my kid brings work to me that shit i'm gonna be like is this really your best because i know what you can do and this is not like i don't think this is your best do you truly think be honest is this your best and they'll be like well, it's good. And I'll be like, but is it good enough? But like, is it good enough or is but, it like the best? But but good's not, but that wasn't the question. Exactly. Is it, is it your best? Is it good? Because it feels like it's good enough. And there's a difference between good enough and your absolute best. And trying to teach them that. And yes, I, I could just lie and be like, oh, that's good, honey. Great job. But I'm not going to lie. I don't want I, well, I, what does that what good does that do it does no good it's like the whole when they started handing out participation trophies when i was a kid and i thought why is this happening this is stupid why does everybody get a trophy that's honestly one of the reasons i quit playing sports when i was a kid when they started doing that stuff because i was like if i'm if i work hard and i'm the best or 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 i earn my spot it doesn't matter now because everybody gets awarded and everybody gets a, a trophy and 
I remember one of the one of the things, and I was like nine years old. I my soccer team lost. We lost a game, and we were taken out for pizza after. It's like, why are we getting rewarded? How does that make? And 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 we got the you guys did great, good job, and like, uh, okay, and we did great, but we lost. And and you're playing a game where the the goal is to win. It's a competition. It's a competition. So yeah. So when all that stuff started getting introduced when I was younger, I thought this. This doesn't make any sense. It doesn't feel right. It doesn't. And obviously the older I get and the, and, and the older I got now looking back, it's like, look where we are now as a society. Everybody in involved in politics, media, entertainment, everything. They, they were from my generation. They grew up with participation trophies. And look, everybody's outraged. You can't say anything. You get canceled and this and everything's PC. And you gotta, you can't offend anybody. And it's like, what, what happened here? What happened? I think it all stems from that kind of stuff. And it all stems from, again, people being afraid of the truth. People being afraid of reality and hard work. And just, what's the old saying? Calling a spade a spade. If something is red, it's red. That's it. There's no deviating from that. Two plus two is four. I'm sorry. It's how it is. Mm -hmm. Can't handle that. Tough. And, and, and I, I just, it's, uh, yeah, but that's it. The truth hurts only because you're living in a world of lies. That's it. If you tell me, hey, you're short. Okay. And? <laughs> People used to tell me that. And I'd say, okay, and? I am short. I, I don't, I'm not, I, I, I've never been somebody who, deluded myself and, and lived in 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 fantasy land like I, okay i get it i'm short i was told when i was younger you're small you're a runt blah 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 whatever i was always picked on for being small so i did something about it i couldn't get bigger this way i couldn't get bigger vertically or is it vertical vertical yeah, vertical yeah think I could, of vertebrae I, I could, vertical thank, thank you I, I get those mixed up. Horizontal is the horizon. I get right? lots yeah, of okay. things mixed up. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, I couldn't get bigger that way, but I could get bigger the other way. So I started lifting weights. So I didn't get picked on as much because people saw, okay, he looks like he can maybe, if he hits me, it might hurt, I, I think. And then also in, in high school, getting into a fight and not, not putting up with somebody bullying me. And then nobody bothered me ever again. Macho man elbow drop. That's right. And so... That's 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 been me though. Mm-hmm. If I I know my limitations physically, but I can accentuate and make what I have better in other ways. And I like that's just again that's me speaking personally. But I feel like if everybody just did that and stopped deluding themselves with, oh I'm so awesome and I'm so great, but it's because they hear it from adults and other people who are maybe afraid to hurt their feelings or who think, sadly. They think that, well, if we build this person up, then they'll be okay and they'll be better and they'll rise to the occasion. And I'm sorry, but most of the time, from my personal experience, noticing it, and again, just in my little world of, of people uh, with wrestling and, and just close group of friends and things like that throughout the years, anytime you would delude somebody or lie to somebody and not tell them the truth, it didn't do any favors. It never did any favors. And eventually, maybe not right away, but eventually the truth does come out mm-hmm. and the person maybe realizes that, you know what, I suck or I'm not that good. And these fuckers have been telling me all along that I am yeah. and that I don't suck. Mm-hmm. 
And what does that do? It doesn't do anything. It, it, obviously, you realize, okay, I've been lied to, and that, oh, shit, I really do suck, and then it hurts even worse. Whereas if you're just told right off the bat, no, sorry, you're not any good. You suck. You got to work on However, it. However, you can work and get better. You don't have to leave it with, you suck. You know, you Unless can, you want to be mean. Right. But, I mean, that's the thing. I think people just forget that you can be honest with people. You can be constructive, and you can... Maybe hurt their feelings a little if they're really that sensitive, but you can also give helpful advice to build somebody up. And then obviously from there, it's up to them to take that advice and do something with it. Or they yeah. can just go to somebody else who's going to tell them what they want to hear. And really, are they ever going to get any better? No. Are they ever going to improve? No. Are they still going to live in a world full of lies? Yes. And when they do hear the truth, is it going to hurt them and mm-hmm. trigger them and everything? Yes, exactly. That's what's going to happen. So you made a thought pop in my head when you were saying that. I love when, when that we, happens. When we remember when we talked previously about, um, oh, it was on a supercast episode. We were talking about tipping, and we brought up an incident at TGI Fridays where I the waiter was so bad. I basically said like, you need to not do this anymore and find a new profession <laughs> because right. you're that bad at it. Yeah. I was just being honest because I didn't want to lie to spare his feelings. It's not going to do him any favors. I was being honest. Some may say it was being a bitch. I'm well, just being when, honest. When you're, when, well, we don't <laughs> need to get into that story again. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just but. saying like, <laughs> I was being honest. It just popped yeah, in my head. But, but, that's, but I mean, that's just it. And, and you can take from there. That could be your D-Day. Somebody tells you, you know, you're no good at this. But you really want to do it and you really want to get better at it, then you just take that and go, okay. Yeah. It's, it's, that's the thing. And I think that's, uh, that's something we don't get, uh, society doesn't teach you that, I don't think. I, I, you don't f- learn that in school. You don't learn how to take mm-hmm. a negative and turn it into a positive. You don't know, you don't learn anymore how to come back from adversity, how to battle adversity, how to look adversity in the face and say, fuck you and plow right through adversity yeah. and, and, and fight through it. And, and you come out the better side of any kind of a challenge like that, stronger, smarter, wiser, and better overall, and ready to tackle bigger challenges and bigger adversity. How do you think we got to where we are now? Because we struggled. And then from that struggle, what, what's how does the saying go? Hard times create strong men and good times create weak men. I'm not familiar with that. You, know, you never heard that saying? Yeah, I, th- I, I may have that a little twisted, a little wrong. I was thinking of tough times don't last, tough people do. That too, right. But good times create lazy people. You're not gonna, you're not likely to work as hard and work as long if stuff is good. If I could just go to the grocery store to pick up a dozen eggs, it's not, it's not tough. But if, if all of a sudden there's food shortages and everything else, well, I'm going to have to learn how to either grow my own food and get my own chickens to get my own eggs Isn't and get my own meat. An Aesop's or, fable, the grasshopper and the ant. I, I'm not familiar with it. It could be, but I, I don't know. It could, it could very well be so many current sayings are taken from Aesop's fables mm. and things like that. I mean, they're all like recycled and repurposed from you know from the ages throughout the ages no, because I mean. it's about the ants are getting ready for the winter and they're telling the grasshopper you like you got to store food you got to get ready for winter you got to do this work he's like no nah, no nah. he's doing what he wants having fun and they're getting closer and closer and the ants are ready and then you know the first storm comes and the grasshopper never got any food because he was too busy having fun 
And so it's one of those things where it's like, yes, it's exactly what you said. You have to put that work in. You have to be ready because if you can't get food, like, did you start that work and start making your own? Like, that's how we see it. Like, that's our mindset. We're not saying like, that's what you have to do. Yeah. But but this is our way of thinking. Yeah. And, you know, what we're trying to instill in our family, it's like. Just be honest and be honest with yourself too. That <laughs> that's the big one. Yeah, you have to be honest with yourself, and that's hard sometimes. Uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, it it is if you're not used to being honest. If you've been lied to your whole life, well, no, I think it, it like, can be, but like you can uh, know truths of yourself that you don't like, and like for me, it's like if there's something, and sometimes it's like, oh, I don't, I don't want to have to face that, but it's like you have to, you have to acknowledge it and work on it. But yeah, like I think it's harder sometimes for kids who are just getting smoke blown up their ass about how great but, yeah, they but are. Yeah, but I mean that's but that's it. And I think now we're going to start seeing that tur- it's going to start turning around again, where we had it so easy for so long. Mm-hmm. When I say we, I mean collectively, we've had it so easy for so long. And I think now we're seeing things are starting to change, and they're they're changing pretty quickly. And the signs have been there for a really long time. Mm-hmm. And if you were observant enough to recognize those signs if you've listened to people who saw the signs and who were telling you uh, then hopefully you got yourself in a position where you can be as ready as you can be for anything that's going to come your way because hey like I said three almost four dollars a gallon of gas here I see it almost six dollars in other parts of the country that's going to trickle to everything else really really quick so I didn't want to make this about food or anything like that but it, again, the the hard times they when they start coming, you better be ready to start getting strong and start tackling some of that adversity because you may go to the grocery store and there may not be any eggs, there may not be a lot of things. So start getting ready for that kind of stuff. And how are you going to take care of yourself? And but back to honesty. Yeah, but anyway, Truth. I just I just wanted to tie that up because uh, yeah. So yeah, but. When you think about the lies that get put on us and starts right when you're a kid, mm-hmm. but think about like when TV you had more lies coming at you. Well, I mean, yeah, that's, but that's it. Like the, every, when did the television start getting into everybody's house in the fifties, right? Fifties or sixties. It was like the, fi- was it the sixties when everybody had at least one TV or uh, whenever, but what, that's essentially when it all began. I think when it got really, really kind of turned into overdrive because if you're sitting down what is the average american watches four hours of television a day i think that's like the latest statistic i i saw or heard and i i would presume that that is not just on the actual you know tv on the wall or whatever but i would think your phone mm. your tablet whatever your i feel like that doesn't seem like a lot Four hours a day doesn't seem like a lot. For what you think when people are talking about binge watching shows. That's that's almost a full-time job a week watching television. That's what, 28 hours a week. That's the average. More pe- Most people watch more than that. But that's what I'm saying. I feel like that's like for as much as people are watching movies and TVs at home and everybody's streaming, I guess it doesn't seem like that much time. And that is a problem right there where you... Or don't even I'm think that that's a for lot. Me. I'm, I'm not saying, saying for you. I'm saying that right there. You say that doesn't seem like a lot. No, no, no. I'm saying that right there is a problem. But no, 
I think you're misconstruing what I'm trying to say. I'm trying to say the way people talk about how much they watch shows, how many shows they watch, how many movies they watch, it comes off like they're watching it way longer than just four hours a day. Well, they talk about binge watching shows. People talk about like, I just spent 12 hours watching a show. Again, I said the average. Yeah, but so, that, that's what I meant, not by me saying, oh, four hours isn't a lot. It's seeing So you people, think that it should, you think that the figure should be, uh, would be more than four hours? Uh, yeah, I would okay. think it would be higher. Okay. We're on the same page. It's good. <laughs> no, but I, I thought, well, what I thought you were saying was that four hours, that's it. Like, that's not a lot. I thought that's what I, you no, were I just saying. Thought, I thought the number would be higher. Okay. Well, I mean, it, it could very well be higher. I, again, I don't know. Exactly. And is if that, that a lie? Is, do they just put it out there I'm sure, for people? I'm sure it probably like is. Statistics, like. I'm sure it probably is. I mean, they lie with statistics all the time. They get books on lying with yeah. statistics that are out there. It's so obviously easy to do. It's not hard to, to, to doctor some charts and things like that. I mean, come on. But we live in the in the in an age of deception. It's uh-huh. everywhere, everywhere, everywhere yeah. you look. It, it, everything's fake. From a filter on a phone, and, and you post a picture on social media or whatever using a different filter. Well, that right there is fake. You are not push putting a pic. No, you are not putting a picture of yourself as you truly look. No, no, no. I wasn't going to say on, that on social media. I remember when I first, like when those filters first started coming out and someone I knew did it and I'm like, that doesn't look like them. Like it, it was just like, did they get plastic surgery or something? Like did, did they do something? I, but I'm talking and it was a filter and I'm just like, that's not what they look like. I'm not even talking about just that. I mean, I'm just oh, saying like, like the if filters. you're anything, yeah. just like if you're even just changing the hue or whatever, that's again, that's not reality. It's not as you appear. It may look cool. It may look in your mind better than the actual real picture in your real background or whatever, but it's still not real and it's being put out there. And we are just constantly, our senses, our, our eyes, our ears, everything is bombarded with fake just fake everywhere you look mm-hmm. no matter Social how you media, slice it people put on we've said it so many times it's fake. a facade yeah. yeah everything is everything is fake and so yeah you you have a tough time differentiating what's real and what isn't and that my rule of thumb is anything on a screen's fake anything everything Are we because fake? it because it can all be manipulated well, I mean, right now we're real because I can touch you and you can touch <laughs> me and I know, but I mean, anybody else listening to us could be like, oh, he just said everything on the screen's fake, so he must be. Yeah. Okay, take it that way if you want to. That's fine. Nope, no problem. Not going to hurt my feelings if you do. That's that's okay. Yeah, go with your but, gut. Right, but but that's what I mean. That's just, that's my rule of thumb. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't believe anything unless I see it myself and, and I'm impacted by it yeah. personally. Uh, like like we mentioned last week, I don't care about something that's going on overseas or anywhere. I don't care. I care about what's happening here. Now, is it going to possibly affect me? Probably. It is already in, in different ways. But is it really that that's affecting me or is that the excuse, the excuse that's being used yeah. to affect me in, in other ways? And I feel like mm-hmm. it's the latter, yeah. not the former. Oh, absolutely. But but that's that's what I mean. We're constantly everything since you since you're a kid, you're born. Mm-hmm. You, you you know everything is just you're not Tooth born. Fairy, you're Santa. not. Think about it. Not even that. But even going back even further, the minute you come out of the womb, where are you? You're not coming out it 
in in natural environment, you're coming into fluorescent lights, fake walls. I mean, not fake. I mean, they're real, but they're not. It's not a natural environment. You're not being bathed out in, and like the first light you see is the sun, which is the real natural light, or it, or the moonlight. Is it is it real? I mean, if it makes plants grow and 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 it makes you it's nice, and, it makes you warm and gives you vitality and energy LED when you're out in it. Too, so, but is that real? No, it, the, I mean the the, the light can't the the plant excuse me can't differentiate between the sun and that light. It just knows it needs to go to that light, but that mimics the sun. Yeah, but again, it's it's fake. Yeah. Compared to the sun, it's know, not reality. I, I was just kind of jokingly making a point like if that can be mimicked, then can't the sun be mimicked? And maybe that's not even real. I'm just kind of. Okay, maybe not. Maybe it's but not. No. But but that's so, what I'm so saying. So we should have babies outside in the woods? Wherever. I'm I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that the minute it's you're artificial. in here, it's artificial and not real. Mm-hmm. You're not being born into, you're being born into artificiality, yeah, I guess. yeah. Are you trying to calm me down here? You're getting loud. <laughs> so what? I'll get loud. What's the big deal? You wake the kids up. Eh, they'll be fine. <laughs> Goodness. Dad, Daddy's yelling again. He's getting fired up about He's something. He's so loud, Greek. What's he doing now? <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. Why don't we, we take a quick break? Okay. I'll calm down. Simmer down now. I'll, I'll stop being Simmer so down. loud. Uh, we'll come back in a minute, and we'll uh, we'll keep this chat going. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Hearers, watchers, homewreckers. Like what you're hearing or watching so far and want even more homewrecker content? Then check us out on Supercast, where you can get more exclusive bonus content starting for as little as $5 a month. You'll get more of the content you love and also have access to exclusive episodes, listener-requested shows, watch-alongs, AMAs, plus special deals on Homewrecker Podcast merchandise and more. Visit homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com to sign up or click the link in our show notes. We really appreciate your support. We do. So hit pause and go check out homewreckerpodcast.supercast.com right now. Or click the link in the show notes. Thanks. Thanks. We have returned. Yay. So we were talking about truth and, and how we're just, even from the time you're born, you're born into artificiality. Yeah. And how, I mean, I don't know if that has a, a direct effect on people. I would assume that it must. Maybe on some. On, at some some at level. At some level, yeah. But, th- but that's what I mean. Where uh, right away you're born into falseness mm. a fa- or a false reality, so to speak. I don't know. It was just something I thought about and and it really got the wheels turning and it really gave me clarity and it made me, it honestly made me that much more determined to just be that much more honest and to, if, if it, if it means bursting someone's bubble when I'm talking to them and they ask me my opinion, oh well, you're so honest. I already am. That's the thing. And like, I know like for us, like you'll be honest with me. And I'll get not mad, but I'll be like, you're right, but I just don't want to, like, I don't want you to be right. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, you're, but, I appreciate but I mean, it. It's like, and you're right. And it's like, okay, I need to correct. But but the reason why I, I'm, I am like that is because if you ask me for my opinion, I feel like you actually value my opinion. 
I've always felt like that. No matter what, no matter who or no matter when, just if you yeah. ask me for my opinion, I'm going to give you my honest opinion. Yes. And you may not like it, but you asked. So if you ask, I'm going to give it to you. I remember when we worked together in wrestling, every time we would drive home and we would talk about the match, you were so honest. So if you paid me a compliment, I knew, I was like, wow. Like it, to get a compliment from you because your standards are so high, it was huge. So you'd be like, yeah, you're fine. So it's like, okay, I didn't do anything spectacular. Or like if you're like, oh, you could have timed this better or whatever. It's like, okay, but you never like just kissed my ass and told me how great I was and what a great job I did. Like I had to earn it. So like for me, when we went out together, I in a way didn't care about anybody else. I just had to impress you. And if I could impress you, then I knew I did a good job and everyone else would be pleased with what was done because your standards are so high and because you you're so honest and I really appreciated that because at first it's like but I'm your girlfriend or I'm your wife and you should say nice things and make me feel good but that's not the truth and it doesn't help and it pushed me to want to do better because when you have everyone saying oh you did a great job but you could have done better then you're just kind of resting on your laurels and you're just like oh I'm great I don't need to do anything else I don't need to practice I don't need to learn anything else I don't have to try harder but you pushed me to want to keep doing my absolute best I'm sure most other females if they were in that position would have their feelings hurt and I mean I've seen it time and time again not 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 necessarily with me but just they get their feelings hurt if they're if they're not told that they're the cat's ass mm -hmm. so the cat's ass <laughs> I, I I always with yeah with wrestling of course I was always very honest and I didn't have a lot of people asking me for my opinion a lot of times because I think they just knew I'm not going to kiss anybody's ass. I'm not going to tell you somebody they did great if they didn't do great. And actually, uh, I do remember a time when I had a couple of girls who came over that were actually wrestling a match and they were asking me if I would help them put together their match. This was before a show and everything. I said, okay, sure. What do you guys have? And they told, laid out what they had already. And I and I kind of I looked at both of them. And I just I said, no, really. What do you guys have? Because it was so bad, and so they they were just looking at each other like like kind of almost horrified. Like, what do you mean? That's that's our match. And I said, okay, well that sucks. And they went, huh? They were just you could tell they were so crestfallen. They were just their feelings were so hurt. I said, well, do you want to have a good match? If you want to have a good match, then do this do this, do this, you do this to her, you do this to her, then you do that. And I kind of just gave them, it was very simple and basic. And I told them, I said, if you do this, people will be on their feet. I guarantee it. They will be on their feet and it's easy. It's something you both can do, both can handle. Just trust me, it'll be really good. You really think so? Yeah, I do. I said, I know so. Just go do that. And they said, okay, thank you. They went out. And they said, will you watch? I said, sure, I'll watch. 
And I did because I said I would. And they went out. And do you know what happened? They did the match they originally were going to do. They did their original match and it fucking sucked. <laughs> it sucked so bad. As and I remember the drizzling shits. it was so bad. And the people were just kind of like, it was silent. People were just kind of looking at it. There were, there were some cat calls, some booze. And usually the girls get a pretty decent reaction because they're a novelty. I, not, not so much anymore, but at the time they were like a novelty where you wouldn't see a girls match on every show. So if the girls came out, it was like, oh, exciting, something different. But yeah, it, it was it was awful. And they came back and they said, what'd you think? I said, did you hear the people? And they both kind of like put their heads down. I said, well, don't ask me for help if you're not going to take my advice. You did not one thing that I suggested to you. You did the exact match I told you sucked. I said, and now you know that my opinion was right because not only did I think it sucked before you told me, but everybody you just went out and put that match on in front of thought it sucked too. And they told you with their reactions, people were getting up, going to the bathroom. Nobody cared. You were getting booze. You were getting called names. You were getting, you were the the baby face. You were the, the one that's supposed to be cheered. You were getting called names because everything you did made no sense. It was awful. It, it was just bad. I said, and you know, I, I tried to help you, but you didn't want to listen. So that's okay. And, and, and another friend of ours, Todd, I'm not going to say his, his, his uh, mm-hmm. real name, but you know who it is, went over to them too. And just was, he was doing that over-exaggerated laugh like that to be a <laughs> dick kind of laugh because he saw the whole interaction and he comes over oh. and he's putting his hand on my shoulder and he's like, <laughs> Doing like the over-exaggerated yeah. belly laugh and oh, just laughing and looking at them and pointing and just laughing. And, and I'm just, and I wasn't laughing. I was just kind of looking at them like. The fuck? Sorry. I tried to help you. I told you like that was not going to be good. And they were just both just like. I just would have said. Devastated. I, I, I would have said to them like, why are you coming to me asking me how I it did. was? Oh, I I, I did. I did. I, I, I mean, I did, like, I did say that to them. <laughs> listen, <laughs> if you don't want to take my <laughs> advice, just in the future, whatever you think is a good idea, don't do it. It's going to be a bad idea and go with something else. I guess. So, I mean, some people listen to this are going to be like, well, that guy's a dick. I'm just being honest just being because honest. I want them to do good and I want them to do well. But, when I was honest with you, you took it. You took any criticism. And I was never... I. I Maybe I'm maybe my my mind's uh, not remembering it correctly. So correct me if I'm wrong. But I don't think I was ever like I'm brutally honest. But I will tell you how to get better. I oh, will no. I will say, yeah. look, you did this well, but this not so good. And instead, you should have done this. So next time, if you're ever in this position, and I'll give you, yeah, you were never critique. Just like, like oh, I'll that sucked, sucked, but didn't say anything. Right. Like, I always give something were, to work on and something to, to work me, with. Yeah, you tried to teach me like the mentality of everything, like the psychological aspects and the physical and, and like how to make it work. So it wasn't just a don't do that. That looks stupid. It was a, that looks stupid because of this, and this is what you need to do. And so I had to work on keeping that in mind because when you're not used to doing something all the time, and then it's like, oh, oh yeah, it's, it's this. It's not this. It's this instead because this is how I have to do it. It's not always that easy, but I really tried to make an effort because I just thought, like, if he gives me a compliment, those don't come easy. They don't come free. And no, like, it means sure. something. So it, 
you know, to me, it meant the world when you gave me a compliment, because if you gave it to me, it's because I earned it because I deserved it. But one of the things that I noticed is sometimes I would have some friends who are girls be like, oh, can you watch my match? I'd be like, yeah, sure. And then there would be things that weren't good. But I would be honest. I'd be like, oh, what happened here? Because it looked really awkward. It didn't look good. And they'd be like, yeah, I know it didn't feel right. Like they know when stuff goes bad. So when you're lying to them, they know you're lying, but either one of two things are going to happen. They're going to be like, they're fucking lying. Or they're going to be like, oh, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought. Okay, I'm good. Yeah, one of two things. Yeah, and I mean, I I can remember a couple of times, uh, again, some I'm not going to say anybody's name because that's, I don't do that. But somebody asked me to watch what they were what they were going to do they didn't tell me what they're doing ahead of time they just said do you mind watching and giving me some feedback because i really want to know your opinion sure absolutely no problem if you ask me i will do it if i if i can you know, mm-hmm. if i'm able you know as long as i'm not in the middle of doing something or whatever or try to get ready for my match i absolutely would always do that and they came back and i was the first person they came to after everybody went around and said, oh, yeah, that was awesome, Bob. Everybody patting him on the back. And I think this person came up to me at asking me, so what do you think? Thinking I'm going to give the exact same reaction. And I told him exactly what I thought of it. I told him how I thought it was not good. And, yes, the crowd cheered for this thing that you did. But then notice how they went downhill from there, whereas you're supposed to build – what you were trying to do, you're supposed to build to get the big explosion and the big sustained reaction at the end of the match. And when the end of the match came, you had nothing. And they, he was just kind of, the kid's looking at me like, what? And I, and, and I, I realized right there that I lost him. Like he just, he didn't, he didn't want to know what I had to say, but it went completely over his head. And again, new kid, he would, he had only been a wrestling for about a year. So he's new and these things come with time. But, he just, it, it it was kind of in one ear, out the other, over his head, whatever, you insert cliche here. And he kind of walked away confused. Like, so you, and he, and he asked me, so you didn't like it? I said, no, I'm sorry, I didn't. I think that could have been so much better. And this is what you could have done to make it that much better. And if you would have done this and this, and again, it's not, I don't say that sucked. I give the reasons why, and I give what you can do to improve and make it better. And, and my thinking was I may wrestle this kid a couple months down the road. I want this guy to be as good as possible. I Mm -hmm. want the people to be behind this guy as much as possible or hate this guy as much as possible, depending on what my role at the time was selfishly. That's what you do as a wrestler. You want to have people to work with and wrestle with who are going to help make you look good. So you want the people to be invested in them as much as possible. I mean, that's what I think wrestling should be. It's what it used to be anyway. You want people to be the best they can possibly be because that's only going to make you better. So anyway, this person, yeah, kind of walked away like, and, and, and did ask, but what did you think about this? Asking me about the reaction he got from this move that he did. I'm like, yeah, it was great. Spectacular athletic. I said, I couldn't do it, but I also can go out there and punch and kick and get the people on their feet the entire time. So you tell me what's better. You doing this big, crazy, awesome flip 
and getting one one reaction and then getting nothing the rest of the time or somebody just going out punching and kicking and maybe doing one big thing at the end and getting a huge ovation. What's better? And he just again looked at me like, so you didn't like the flip? <laughs> no, the flip was great. Nice job. Goodbye. So you're saying the match was great. The flip was great. <laughs> I, but but that's the thing. You, you That's, again, an example of somebody who at the time living in delusion. Yeah. Only, only picking up on the good and not realizing that with the good, you're going to have bad yeah. too. And you can make it all good. You can work to make it all good, but you have to realize what's not good so that you can make it that way. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I don't, I don't know how we got on a tangent talking about wrestling. Because I, I, I was saying goodness. how you're honest. You're ah, okay. kind of brutally honest. Yes, brutally honest. Good. But that, but yeah, that's, I mean, that's one example, I guess, of how brutally honest I can be. Now, you know what I, I, I we were talking a little bit before we started recording about how, again, the truth no matter what, it tends to come out, yeah. right? Yeah. Whether it's right away, years down the road, mm-hmm. whatever, it At eventually comes time, out. Yeah, it'll come out. Eventually comes yeah. out. And we were. Ta- I was talking to you about deathbed confessions. Yes. Some people will keep a secret so long and they wait till they're on their deathbed before they finally confess it mm-hmm. because they just they just want, it's been eating at them this whole time and they just want to get it out there and they just want to tell people the truth. Yeah. And I, 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 I said, you know, I'm going to, cause there's a couple that I, that I had known off the top of my mm-hmm. head. And I said, I just want to look up really quick, famous deathbed confessions. And there was one that I had forgotten about. And it was the, uh, the guy who helped fake the famous surgeon's photo of the Loch Ness monster. Oh, The one that everybody's yes, seen in yes. every that like monster book, picture. the Grady picture yeah. of the you know the head out of the water looks yeah. like a you know like a what was it a uh, what's the the, the it's dinosaur like the long the, neck like the a long the brontosaurus looks like a brontosaurus yeah. neck in the water yeah that thing uh, that the picture was faked and the and the the gentleman that helped fake it confessed on his deathbed that yeah he helped to fake it with his fa- his stepfather mm-hmm. faked it and I guess what happened was the the Daily Star, the newspaper in, is that England, I believe? I think so. I think it's England. Well, there was tons of Loch Ness monster sightings back in the early 30s. And they were just coming in like crazy. So the newspaper sends this guy down to the loch to investigate. And so he takes some pictures of some tracks that he, quote unquote, found near the loch. And they were... They were ba- they were scrutinized and found to be fake. So this guy faked tracks because he well, couldn't find anything there. Well, uh, did he fake tracks or did somebody fake tracks? Somebody else do I, that for part of the that part that part's unclear because that would suck. That, You're like uh, oh, that I found that something. part of the story was unclear, but the ev- the photographic evidence he had was quickly debunked. Mm-hmm. So whether or not he made the tracks and took pictures or he saw tracks that somebody else maybe made and he just found them and happened upon them and took pictures and at any event they were debunked. And so he got mad about that. And so what he did was he had his stepson make a model of of the the thing that you see a picture of. And he put it on a little, like a toy submarine. And they taped it to a toy submarine and put it in the water and they took a bunch of pictures of it. 
and then he sold those pictures to the to the Daily Mail, or uh, excuse me, to legitimize it, he had a friend of his who was a, a surgeon, who was a doctor, and he uh, gave the pictures to his doctor friend and said, bring these to the newspaper, they'll buy them from you. And that's how the, the famous surgeon's photo mm-hmm. became legend. Well, this guy came out on his deathbed, and I think he was like 92 years old when he was on his deathbed dying. He said, I, I have to confess, my stepfather put me up to it. I made the thing, and I helped him take the pictures. And then he and he gave, recounted the whole story and said, I just want people to know this is – and I guess the stepfather wanted to do that to get back at the newspaper because they, they essentially were – calling him a fraud because of the the tracks mm-hmm. that he'd given them pictures of and everything. So he's like, oh, you want a fraud? And it, he he sold them that, made, made a bunch of money off the pictures. And uh, yeah, they, they kept that going. I mean, that was the picture that, that launched such a such a, a, a craze about the Loch Ness yeah. Monster because that was the photographic evidence. Yeah. And it was fake. The whole thing was fake. And it gets me wondering because then you hear stories like the deathbed confessions of people saying that they were, that they're D.B. Cooper. Yeah. But then there's multiple people doing it. So obviously somebody is lying. So again, it's like, but can you trust deathbed confessions? That's true. Another thought that I had with that is what if I had a falling out with somebody and I wanted to ruin them. So I make a deathbed confession and incriminate them or say something horrible about them because fuck it, I'm dying and fuck them too. Like, I'm sure there are people who would do that. I'm sure that's been done. That's true because yeah, you're right. Who, who would question somebody on their deathbed? They're dying. They're, they're going to tell the truth now. Right. Are they? That's wow. Have yeah, they see, ever been see, I, I don't know. See, that's the thing. I never thought. I never thought of that. That's 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 interesting. But yeah, the DB Cooper thing. You're right. Obviously, somebody's lying, or they all were lying. I mean, they can't all be DB Cooper, right? Very. Yeah, that's very interesting. But anyhow, I thought that was that was a good one. Yeah. Uh, and and there was another one. Um, I can't remember exactly, but I don't even want to mention it. It's something having to do with the JFK thing. Oh, the, the, yeah, but yeah, I, I don't want to. I'm not gonna. I want to get into it because honestly, I don't remember the names of the people involved, mm-hmm. and and uh, I I know what they confessed to doing, but I'm not gonna get into it because yeah. uh, I don't know. I, I I can't speak to it well enough. So, but yeah, yeah, some crazy, crazy stuff. So deathbed confessions. Yeah. Does the truth really come out when you're dying? Maybe not. Hmm, makes you wonder. Makes me think like I, I want to do deathbed confessions and just make sh- crazy shit up and be like, <laughs> and back in 1992, <laughs> and just like totally make shit up. And there was a buried treasure that I found oh, and boy. I moved it and f- just fuck with people because why not have a little fun? I'm sure that there are the 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 lifetime practical prankster, practical joker types probably would do something like that have one final laugh that that'll just keep going on into perpetuity well he said it on his deathbed it's got to be true it's got to be real yeah and people just chasing their tail looking for something that oh my just god was never imagine <laughs> like spending half of your life putting these little puzzle pieces together so when you do your deathbed confession 
when they go to look it up and they do the research, I found this. And then later on, I found this from somewhere else. And it just took somebody like 40 years. We're giving those pieces. We're giving some twisted individuals listening to this right now, some ideas. Uh, I think that's what we're doing. We're giving some people some ideas right now. (laughs) I'm just thinking like what I would do. People, people, a lot of people now have a lot of time on their hands. So yeah, maybe. It just makes me think of um, (laughs) in the office gym with the Holy Grail. Oh, yes. And to send Dwight on a quest and everything. He spent all that time doing this to lead up to something. Like spending like 40 years working on this deathbed confession. That's just total shit. Just a complete fabrication. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. I would totally stay (laughs) around as a ghost just to watch how it played out and get a good laugh. (laughs) Have entertainment into eternity. There you go. Yes. There you have it. And there it is. All right. Well, I tell you what, I think that's a good place to... To take it home. Yeah. Well, well, let me ask you, actually, uh-huh. before we go. Is there anything that you would confess to on your deathbed right now? Do you have any, and I don't want to know what it is, but do you have any secret, some deep, dark secret that you would have to get off your chest as, on your deathbed? I'm Can you a think pretty of anything? open book. I'm quite talkative, as you know. No, but it's like, hmm, I still want to do the trickster, the prank, and make yeah. Now, up. now you're gonna have one, and it's gonna and and anybody listening <laughs> who's gonna go back and do their homework, it's probably not gonna be true because she's just thinking of it now and fabricating. I'm gonna start it. now working on it. <laughs> so when I'm 150, I'll be ready. There you have it. Awesome. Yeah. What about you? Anything? I'm a I'm a pretty open book. I think everybody knows. All there is to know about me, as far as I... Uh, well, that you want them to know. Well, anybody that I want to know knows. Yeah. I, you know everything about me. I keep no secrets from you. You know everything about me. Um, trying to think. I don't I don't believe so. And uh, no, I, I've... I mean, everybody's pretty well aware of... I, I'm not saying everybody listening, but uh, anybody that knows me throughout my life knows... Stuff I've done, stuff I've been a part of, things I've, mm-hmm. good and bad. Yeah. I think it, I've, yeah, I'm a pretty open book. Uh, no, I, I don't, I really honestly don't think that there's anything. Like, I don't think there's anything that bad I've ever done where I'd have to confess it. Well, yeah, well, yeah, but that's just it. I mean, what are, what are most deathbed confessions? I mean, something like the Loch Ness Monster hoax. Mm-hmm. That's a that's pretty big yeah. because that that again that crime. launched yeah or a crime, uh you know a lot of there's a lot of people that have confessed to murder and things like that on their deathbed, uh yeah I don't I I don't have anything like that I don't have anything at all like that and maybe we will one day honey, I, yeah, <laughs> who knows yeah who knows in 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 a hundred years, you know just just having a podcast might be a, a bad thing who knows. Mm. And and we might have to confess that we, yeah we had a podcast when we were younger, damn it. I was just thinking like sorry you, about you, that. You could see like <laughs> a woman confessing I like don't know. my famous brownies weren't homemade; they were box. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know, but no, for me, no, nothing. I, I, I nothing I can think of right now. I like I said, I'm a pretty open book, and and when when I do finally release my book when it's completed. Yes. I'm going to have pretty much everything in there. So I'm not going to. I can't wait. It's going to be really long, though. That's the thing. It might have to be released in like volumes. 
Kind of have like parts. <laughs> like like my my uh, yeah, because I'm I'm pretty just uh, it's stuff that you've that you've seen already that I've put in there. It's I'm pretty open and honest about everything. I don't I don't pull any punches. As you shouldn't. So no, I, and but that's just it. Hey, like if the, the truth, truth hurts, the truth it's is the you've truth. Been in a world of lies, your whole life. That's it. Yeah, the truth is the truth, and uh, yeah, I mean I'm like that's why again, like I said, I I'm not one to throw stones. I'm not living in a glass house throwing stones, you know. I I, I I'm honest, and I honestly, I, like, truthfully, I I expect the same in return. So, if I ever ask somebody honestly for their opinion and they give it to me, well, I hope it's the truth because if you ask me for mine, that's what you're getting. Fact, and that's the truth. And that's that. Until next time, remember. The truth hurts. You're living in a world of lies. Mm-hmm. I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing, beautiful. Did I say beautiful already? I'll say it again. Say it beautiful. Again. Say a letter for the people in the back. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> amazing, gorgeous. Did I say that already. Intelligent. I don't. I don't think I call you intelligent before. Have I ever no. called you intelligent before on the like the closing or the open of the show? No. Well, I'm going to add that. I like that. I'm going to add that because you. you are intelligent, very intelligent. I may not seem like it sometimes, but I am. <laughs> I may on. say words are hard, but that's because it's true. No, that you don't give yourself enough credit if the, if if you don't think you're intelligent. I know I'm intelligent. Okay, good. Yes, because you're very intelligent. My wife, the lovely Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. Many people are unaware just how much hypnotherapy can help them or think it's only to help lose weight or quit smoking. But there is so much more hypnotherapy can do. It can help with stress, anxiety, insomnia, phobias, performance enhancement, connecting with your spirit guides and higher self. You can even discover past lives and your life between lives. Heal traumas. Break habits, find your deepest truth, or just have fun discovering who you really are, all from the comfort of your home. I'm Monique Pliakis. I'm a certified hypnotherapist, and I want to help you. Schedule a free consult by going to www.innerstandingshypnosis.com. That's I-N-N-E-R-S-T-A-N-D-I-N-G-S-H-Y-P-N-O-S-I-S.com. Understandings Hypnosis. Find your power and ignite your inner light. We love hearing from and interacting with our hearers and watchers. Feel free to reach out to us on Twitter. At HomewreckerPod. You can also visit our website. HomewreckerPodcast.com. Where you can check out past episodes and pick up some Homewrecker Podcast gear from our online store. Also, if you haven't already, please hit the subscribe or follow button wherever you're hearing or watching our show. That way you can be notified whenever a new episode drops. We're on all major podcasting platforms and you can check out the video versions of our show at YouTube and Brideon. You can also find Monique in a few places online as well. I'm on Twitter at underscore Monique Giselle underscore. If you're interested in a tarot reading, organite, incense, candles, and other cool things, you can go to my website, tarotbymonique.com. Or if you're interested in hypnotherapy, you can go to innerstandingshypnosis.com to schedule a free 20-minute consult and follow me on Twitter at Monique P-C-H-T. And Alex, how can people find you? 
You can find me on Twitter at the Alex Arion, and you can check out my website, alexarionfitness.com. And if that's too much to remember, we get it. That's why we put it all in our show notes. Thanks for spending your time with us, and we appreciate all of your support. We do. Thank you. We love you.